Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. needed to be reoriented so that they were not focused merely on observing the rites and the rituals. Their hearts needed to be oriented toward the God who loved them. Our hearts need to be oriented toward the God who loves us. The effect of repentance is going to look different for each one of us. Where is your heart oriented? For most of us, it's probably not on religion. In our culture, it tends to be towards serving self, seeking comfort, and building up treasures here on earth. As Pastor Robert will point out in today's message, all of us need reoriented towards Christ, from wherever we've placed our focus. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 3 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Matthew focuses on Jesus and and the prophecies that were fulfilled, the the Old Testament prophecies, the prophecies found in the Jewish scriptures concerning Messiah that that are fulfilled, were fulfilled in uh, in Jesus Christ. And so now he gives us really just a very brief account concerning the man who came to be known as John the Baptist. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 1, the Bible says, in those days... John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. So just before Jesus was ready to begin his ministry, his cousin, John, and that's that John the Baptist was the cousin of, of Jesus, and we see a little bit more about that in Luke, but he, he began his ministry. John began to preach. He went out into the, the middle of the Judean wilderness or Judean desert. It's just an area between the, the region of the Galilee and, and there uh, around Jerusalem. It, it's, it's just desert, very rocky, you know, lots of boulders and, and uh, just a lot of sand. You know, even today, you don't see much out there. I was telling Samantha back in the cafe a few minutes ago that on one of the trips that I took to Israel, you know, as we're coming by bus from Galilee back to Jerusalem, see this Bedouin look like a teenager, you know, this, this Bedouin teenager out with his sheep just wandering around. And it looked about like that picture. You know, there's just, it's like, what do these sheep even eat out here? You know, there's, there was nothing, you know, they're just kind of walking around following this kid and, you know, and he looked probably about like they looked two, 3,000 years ago with his staff and, you know, just kind of hanging out. Um, but John the Baptist went out there, Matthew tells us, on a mission 
to prepare the way for Jesus. And the wording that's, that's, that's used here about his ministry, which was, as he points out, another fulfillment of prophecy, um, but, but, but it was this idea of a forerunner, you know, a, a, a man who would be sent out in front of a dignitary and his entourage or, or, or whatever, just to kind of make sure that whatever obstacles would, would be removed. Like even today, I'll give you an example that's kind of weird, but it applies. You know, even today, let's say the president of the United States is going to make a visit to Miami. Well, they send an advance team right? Secret Service sends an advance team to come in and prepare the way. They're going to check out the hotel. They're going to check out the route that the motorcade is going to take. They're going to meet with local law enforcement leaders to make sure that there are not going to be any unexpected difficulties on this trip and so forth. You see what I mean? It's the idea of a forerunner. Well, the Messiah had a forerunner, John the Baptist. But what exactly did John do in this forerunner Ministries. How did he clear obstacles from the path of the Lord Jesus? And it's, it's important to look at that because it can help us to understand what might hinder us in, in our pursuit of the Lord Jesus. You know, as, as we look to follow, as we become part of his entourage, so to speak, you know, we're supposed to be disciples of the Lord Jesus who then go and make other disciples who can go and make other disciples. But if we're going to be Part of that, if we're going to follow him, then there are going to be, potentially at least, hindrances, obstacles, things like that. And so what we need to note here, what was John's message? Repentance. He came preparing the way, smoothing the way, clearing the obstacles, and therefore he came proclaiming, preaching the necessity of repentance. Matthew says that John's message was very straightforward. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Meaning that the king of heaven was about to make his appearance, and so the people of Israel, the people to whom he was coming, needed to effect a course correction. They needed to make some adjustments. Their hearts needed to be reoriented away from mere ritual observance. Now, please listen, because this is true for some of you too. Their hearts needed to be reoriented so that they were not focused merely on observing the rites and the rituals, R-I-T-E-S, you know, the rituals of their religion. Their hearts needed to be oriented toward the God who loved them. Our hearts need to be oriented toward the God who loves us. And the effect of repentance is going to look different for each one of us. You know, thinking about these people back then, he's out in the middle of the desert, he's, he, he's there preaching to the people who came by, preaching to the people who went out to see, you know, because word got around that this weirdo prophet is out there preaching. People went just to look and see, and he had the same message for all of them, apparently. But how did it apply to each individual? You know, for a, a hardworking shepherd who was out there with a flock of sheep all day, all night, whatever, well, that repentance would look one way for that person, right? Might all be internal. I mean, if, how much trouble can you get into sitting out on a rock with a bunch of sheep? You know, I mean, it's not like the guy's going to be sitting out there getting drunk. He's not robbing banks. Was he lying to the sheep or something? You know what I mean? It was, it was mostly internal. 
quite possibly. I remember Pastor Joe Foch up in Philadelphia talking about the fact that he said, you know, I've been a Christian a long, long time now. When I first became a Christian, God delivered me from a life of drug abuse and all of that. So, you know, I, the repentance that took place in my life as a, as a young believer, it, it, alcohol, dropping acid, going to parties, you know, doing, it was, it was this type of stuff. And, and he said, but it's interesting because what I find now, some 40 years later or whatever, is that I sin less, but I repent more. He said, now God deals with me about how I spend my time. And, and is it honoring to him? Is it glorifying to him? Is it, is, it, is it, you know, do I remember that I'm on a mission or do I feel free to go spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours on things that are not going to matter a thousand years from now? And, and he was talking about his own, his own personal experience. You know, he wasn't, you know, he, he's, he's a, like a fanatic football fan. So, you know, he's, and, and they have Sunday morning services at Calvary Philly and Sunday night services. So he talked about rushing home after church to watch a big football game on TV and how the, you know, and the Lord was dealing with it. Now, is watching football a sin? Anybody? Depends on your team. I know. <laughs> it really does right now. But for me, that's not a struggle. I love football. I always love playing football. Never really enjoyed watching somebody else play football. Never really gotten passionate about it, you know? Mine is going to be something else. I really struggled yesterday. Give me an example. I had to just, like, acknowledge to the Lord, okay, this is probably a little bit out of whack here because I had a wedding down at Crandon Park, Key Biscayne. That's one of my favorite little spots. I ride the motorcycle down there, Boater's Grill, which is, they were doing the reception right by the Boater's Grill, you know? So the whole time I'm down there from like 8.30 yesterday morning until 2.30, 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon, I'm looking around thinking, man, it's a perfect day to be on my Harley. Perfect day to be riding that motorcycle. I was just so drawn away from the things that were glorifying to the Lord to the pursuit of my own pleasure and nothing wrong with riding my Harley. My Harley's not a sin, I promise. Most of the time. been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time, and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? Please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. 
Thank you for praying. And if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.